With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Lord. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. I like to play football. coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. It's an ugly win, but a win nonetheless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in to Factor Fiction. My name is Zach Parnes. This is Brian Hamlin, as usual. Brian is not drinking Dunkin' Donuts coffee. In fact, he's drinking coffee here from the public library in the beautiful upstate New York uh, that is in front of us. Brian, are you just not a brand conformist? Is that the issue here? I just don't believe in sugar water. Oh, no, that's that's just screwed up. I mean, I think that Dunkin' Donuts, pretty much no matter how you get it, it is just a watered down. It's a watered down bean. It's not the bean that I want to believe in. Well, you're entitled to your wrong opinion, but um, I, I do want to say that we have a lot of opinions to air out there today about the boys in black and gold. Of course, uh, ugly win, but a win, as I said before, over the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Chris Boswell, you have redeemed yourself. You're a nice man, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
Um, but, yeah, we just want to remind you that the show is sponsored by Frank Walker Law, the top criminal defense firm to call in western Pennsylvania and West Virginia. It's home to one of the nation's top 100-ranked trial attorneys in Frank Walker. For his Pennsylvania office, give him a call at 412-212-3878 or to reach his West Virginia office, call 304-712-2089. You should also check out his website, frankwalkerlaw.com, to see how he can help you in your time of need. Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience, real results. Now, we got some real results out of the Steelers. I feel like I say that every week, um, which is a good thing because they're winning. Um, we have, need, a, need a new cliche because they're going to keep winning, but I just don't want to, yeah. yeah. I think we need to move, move on from that. Yeah. You're not nearly as excited about this win as I am. I'm not because it's gross. What, are you going to get happy over beating Jacoby Brissett by three? I'm happy about scoring 17 points in the, in the second half. When was the last time Big Ben had a two-minute drive, game-winning drive on the road? I can't even tell you. And that's what we're going to get to here in question one. So without further ado, for those who are not familiar with the show, we present you with some bold statements, and then we either rule them as fact, as in we believe in them, or fiction. That's a bunch of BS, for lack of a better term. Um, so, Brian, with that being said, fact or fiction, Ben Roethlisberger, he is still the comeback kid for the Steelers, the same guy that he was a couple of years ago. I'll tell you what, I'm giving you facts on this one um, solely because in the postseason in recent history, Big Ben has been that guy. Um, he's got he's got big road wins at Kansas City. Got a big road win, uh, big comeback road win against Cincinnati uh, with the famous Jeremy Hill fumble, uh, and then Antonio Brown Vontez perfect drama there in the final 15 seconds. But um, I think that Big Ben is the comeback hit until it is proven otherwise. Uh, seven and two, it looks great right now, Parnes. I'm really happy about this about this road win, um, especially after two blunders in the second half. Or, Two blunders throughout the game uh, with the secondary uh, kind of blowing some coverage there. But, yeah, I'm going with fact. Big Ben is the comeback kid. I will go with a very loose fiction simply because I think that his performances prior to this have not determined him as the guy to be um, or, or really the, the leading man in charge. I mean, listen, Roethlisberger been playing at a pretty average place in his last five. His game against Jacksonville, atrocious. Uh, escaped that with a 37 um, passer rating. Later on, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Detroit, yeah, some improvement. But we're, we still haven't seen a game where Ben has thrown over 20 completions in over a month. Um, and that is of concern to me. Um, obviously, you know, he's getting less chances to throw the ball, but he's got to convert on these, especially in that opening drive. You know, him throwing such a careless ball up there, a jump ball to Martavis Bryant, who had no idea where that friggin' thing was in the first place. Yeah, didn't even play the ball in the air. That's, you don't like to see that. It almost looked like he was trying to draw a penalty. Yeah, but that being said, Mar- Martavis Bryant r- really had himself an up day. Um, wow, we're going to be moving pretty quick here. But uh, question two, Martavis Bryant will see more involvement after an up game against the Colts, fact or fiction. Uh, for this, for me, I'm going to go with fact. I think that this was a phase. And, and I know that maybe I'm wrong on that. And, you know, time will tell. But I think that this guy, listen, he was in his own head. He thinks he deserves a lot of money, and this team is here to tell him, yo, you're still the number two guy here. Like, your poo still smells, dude, like, like for the censored version here. Um, like, like, you have to recognize that for Martavis Bryant, this is a guy who, who lost out on the entire year, came back to an organization that was waiting for him, but an organization that is traditionally no BS with this sort of stuff. Uh, you know, they didn't hesitate to cut Mike Wallace, who was a high – leading receiver for wanting a lot of money. And I fear Martavis Bryant's going to be asking for a lot of money. I don't think this saga is over with him. I think that we're going to see more involvement from him because he needs to earn that check if he wants to get it. When it rains, hit the lakes. Experience the best in weatherproof fun at Bolero. 
bowl, play games, and treat your taste buds to Bolero's signature menu. Don't get wet, go bowling. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. When it rains, hit the lades. Experience the best in weatherproof fun at Bolero. Bowl, play games, and treat your taste buds to Bolero's signature menu. Don't get wet, go bowling. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with a hard fiction here, Parnes, and this is based off of something you said in our first uh, in our first question. So Ben Roethlisberger has completed more than 30 passes one time this year, and I think that there is only one pigskin out there. There's only one football, and I think right now, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and Juju Smith-Schuster are primary passing targets before Martavis Bryant. Le'Veon Bell, I still think, is, a, is, a, is one of the big – I mean, you saw it throughout this week. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is, is a common option for big man on the backfield because he wants to get the ball out of his hand. Um, I think, you know, I mean, I, I think you really got to think about his mobility and his ability to throw the ball down the field at this point. Uh, and I, I just do not think that Martavis Bryant is the weapon that the Steelers really want him to be. Um, I th- or, uh, Maybe Big Ben isn't the quarterback that Martavis Bryant needs to be a successful receiver or to be the receiver that he wants to grow to be. I'll tell you, you make a good point. I mean, Le'Veon was targeted one more time than Martavis on Sunday. Um, Bell caught five of those balls, by the way, whereas Martavis only caught three. Granted, one of them absolutely atrocious uh, that ended up being Ben's lone interception for the game. Um, three. But they tried to work him the ball. You know what I mean? Like, Brian, with that, with that first throw of the game. I think they really tried to get him. I mean, that's his one trick, right? His knock is he's a one-trick pony, so let's throw, him the, let's throw him the deep ball, see if he can do it. He didn't play the ball in the air. Like, I just – I don't know. I feel like if this was, like – if he was uh, Darius Hayward Bay, we'd be like, yeah, I'm not throwing him the ball anymore. You know? The only reason we're thinking about it is because he's Brian. Dude, they even tried to give him that end around. Yeah, and he lost six yards on it. Yeah, he lost six yards. It looks terrible. Terrible. It was like, I ended up saying that's a terrible play call. I don't want him getting the ball there. Anyway. Next question. Honestly, the, the funny thing for me is that, you know, he's been asking for implementation in this offense, and now he's being implemented, but the plays aren't even working. And I don't even think it's he's a question. He scored a touchdown. So I, or, no, he's two point, two point conversion, two point. which was clutch. Yeah. Big play. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. We'll see. Only time shall tell. Uh, question number three here. Uh, the Steelers are playing on Thursday. Get ready for primetime, knuckleheads. Marcus Mariota is on the table. Uh, but the Tennessee defense has not been that bad this year, uh, which begs the question, numero tres, uh, the Steelers' offense, Brian, needs offensive adjustments for this game on Thursday. Fact or fiction? Uh, I'm going to go with fiction. I think Le'Veon Bell is going to touch the ball 25 times on Thursday night. I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to throw the ball maybe twenty, maybe twenty-five times, um, maybe thirty. And I think that I think that at home, Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers on prime time, what, whatever they whatever they don't do on the road, whatever they don't do at one o'clock, they seem to do it well uh, when the lights are on, especially number seven. I think that seven will throw up more than three hundred yards uh, this, uh, this this upcoming Thursday, and I wouldn't be surprised if Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell come out to shine. I bet you I, I wouldn't be surprised if Juju takes a step back this Thursday because he's been hot. But I, I think that this is going to be a, a big bench show, not a 500-yard, six-touchdown, five-touchdown game, but, you know, I think he throws for 302. I think that 
Juju was the youngest guy in the NFL is now making a real case to be rookie of the year He's now. Such a good story, and Deshaun Watson got hurt. Yeah, and and that's the big kicker for me is that we're talking AFC. I don't want to sound enthusiastic about Deshaun Watson getting hurt. Yeah, you 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 wish an injury upon your opponents. I already know. Don't worry, it's okay. Um, Juju, on the other hand, uh, yeah, unbelievably hot in these last couple of games. Uh, the youngest player in the NFL, as I said, is making a real case for AFC Rookie of the Year, um, and it's going to be cool to see him. But I, I think it's interesting that you mentioned that Ben's going to throw for over 300 yards. I mean, he's only done it twice in the last five games, um, and honestly only twice all season um, against Detroit and, of course, against Jacksonville where he kind of sucked. Um, you know who doesn't suck? Frank Walker. Smart or stupid? <laughs> Those strobing lights in your rear view, that flashlight shining in your face. License, registration, and insurance, please. The little adventure you're about to have with this guy? Uh, I'll need you to step out of the vehicle, please. Okay, so you've done something stupid. Fix it with a smart move. For DUI or criminal defense, call Frank Walker of FrankWalkerLaw.com. He knows his way around a courtroom. 412-532-6805. 412-532-6805 or FrankWalkerLaw.com. Frank Walker, oh yeah, he'll help you out in your time of need. Um, I pray I don't need to use Frank Walker. I have not had a DUI. I do not drive under the influence. I don't. I don't think you do. No way. That's yeah. Like, come on, Parnes. Don't hit me with that question. No way. No shot. No shot. You know, people in Puerto Rico drive drunk all the time. I read that. That's a generalization. I think it might be. It might be. I think, you know what, I will... I, will I think use, it's just off the people we know. Uh, yes, yes. The people I know, all of the people I know in Puerto Rico, from personal anecdote, have told me that they drive drunk more than, like, like frequently. Well, you know, it's interesting because, like, there's that, but, like, and, and I'm not going to compare to, you know, Latin countries and say that they're anything alike, because, once again, we don't make those generalizations on this show, but, like, in Honduras, the, you know they have a death penalty for drinking and driving like you literally if you were caught drinking and driving they, they kill you they, they, they literally put you out on the street and like murder you not that graphic of course but you know you, you get what i'm saying here i think it's honduras i don't know i could be totally wrong i could have just disgraced an entire country of people we're about to find out here eventually um yeah but if you happen to get that dui give frank walker a call um brian Frank Walker is a good source of defense, but our Steelers defense has been great. And they were great again on Sunday against, obviously, Jacoby Brissett, not exactly your elite quarterback, but still great at containing him. Defense got to him a lot. Uh, Bud Dupree, several tackles for a loss. And Stephon Tweet, we were having this debate earlier, folks. We want to hear your opinions on this. 347-850-8581 is the number to call. Is it Tweet or Tweet? I think the two T's makes it a soft eye. I think it's to it. It's to it. I think it's to it. You've been saying to it all season, but I think it's to it. Where, where is another example of that? Andy Pettit is the only other one I can think of. Yeah, but there's an E at the end of his name. So. Yeah, that's the issue. Well, we do have a caller here. Uh, we're going to take it. We'd like to remind you to keep it appropriate because the last time we took a caller, uh, we had to, to go into some detail about some things that only Kevin Spacey would find interesting. So, uh, 949-579, what's up? You're on Factor Fiction. Hey. Hey, Farns. Hey, Hamlin. Oh, wow. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. Um, so, I want to talk more about Juju. He might be the only rookie receiver to get 1,000 yards. 
I want to know, do you guys think his success this week and then the last, and do you think he is a must-start in fantasy leagues? So I just want to start by saying this is a fr- – I've been doing this show for two years, and this is the first woman who's ever called in. And, and <laughs> I'll tell you that straight up. But I, but I love it. Obviously, um, we, we want to get to your question, but I think that just needs to be stated of importance because that, that's really fantastic. 2017, man, we're just advancing like crazy. It's unreal. Uh, Juju's great. Can he hit 1,000 yards? My answer is no, simply because of 84. Uh, that's my real big thing is the fact that th- that guy gets thrown to 10 times a game minimum, and Juju will never, ever get that kind of look over Antonio Brown. And I'll tell you what, uh, Big Ben may have a crush on Juju Smith-Schuster, but he is no doubt married to Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown's seen the, seen the ball 10 times a game. Juju's seen it five on a little trick play and a little, yeah. on a little this or there because, like I said, he's got a little crush on Juju Smith-Schuster. But, uh, yeah, I will say thank you, for the, uh, thank you for the call as being one of the first women to call the show. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and, and I, I will conclude by saying that, listen, Ben Roethlisberger may be married to Antonio Brown, but he's willing to cheat a little bit with Juju. Yikes. All right. I don't want to talk about Big Ben and, and infidelity. That's a little, bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit too on the nose for him, I think. Hey, you, you didn't give the listeners your name, by the way. Can we get a name for you, please? It's Ange. Hello, Ange. Well, hey, it has been an absolute pleasure to hear from you, and we hope we hear from you again sometime soon. Me too. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. No problem. And on that note, we're going to flip it to another side of the caller aisle. We've got 646-355. What's good? You're on Factor Fiction. What's going on, guys? This is Bryce from Brooklyn. Bryce, how are you, my friend? Good to hear from you. Hey, always good to call in. What are the facts and fictions for today? I'm just tuning in. Oh, my goodness. Well, Bryce, I'll hit you with the one that we just got hit with recently uh, or that we are going to get to uh, so you can help us lead this discussion. Stefan Tuit slash Tuit, however you'd like to say it. First off, Bryce, how do you say it? Tuit or Tuit? Tuit. Tuit. Okay. Two T's makes it Tuit. <laughs> so, so that's all we need to know. Is my question for you, Bryce, fact or fiction, Stefan Tuit is the most under – Oh, hello. Hey, hello, guys. You faded in and out. Can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, happy day, happy day, happy day. Okay, so like, yeah, so we had a little technical difficulty. Um, we're sitting in this room. It's really small. We're using a phone as an audio device, and AT&T sucks. Uh, so now we are where we are. Uh, unfortunately, we lost Bryce. Bryce, give us a call back if you're listening now because we're back in business. Uh, for everyone out there in listener land who actually just sat through that 10 minutes, uh, thanks. I don't know why you did that, but Thanks. Uh, anywho, so Stefan Tuit, is he the most underrated player on the D-line? Unfortunately, there is no Bryce here to answer that, but there is a Brian. Uh, Brian, is that fact or fiction? Uh, that's a fact. I think he's definitely the most underrated player on the whole defense, not just defensive line. Um, I, I, either him or Vincenzo Williams, right? Either, either yeah. yeah well, that's you could call him Vince because that's his name, but you could, you could call him Vincenzo. It's a nice slang. I think that's his name. That's not his name. I think it's his full name. It's, is it actually? Am I an idiot? 
Uh, let's see. The first time that answer is yes. Uh, I could definitely uh, attest to that being not true. Uh, Vince Williams. Hey, and yet again. Enzo Gerard Williams. He's both Italian. I don't even know what Gerard is. All I know is that I am right, just like how I was right about two it. Two, two T's makes it two it. Uh, and Vincenzo Williams. I'll tell you what. That guy's a stud. I really like him. Do you see? He made like a big play. He made like a tackle the other day where he hurdled a guy and then like from the ground reached up and grabbed the dude's legs. It was sick. It was so cool. Well, he's just a freak because he's been training under James Harrison for so long. And we all know that that old man like spends way too much time in the weight room, which is a perfectly good problem to have if you're a fan of this team. I'll tell you what, I would never on any form of social media or internet, anything out there, I would never, ever in my life say anything negative about James Harrison. Yeah. I would never call him an old man yeah. because James Harrison would, would come to my room and kick my ass. He would literally like, you'd be dead. You wouldn't be alive afterwards. Dude, think about just taking like, like you're, you're, you're Derrick Henry for this week, but it's you. You're Zach Barnes. Zach Barnes weighs 160 pounds maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you go to the gym, right? I'd like to say yes on a regular basis. I would be lying. I don't go to I do, I run. I go for runs. Good yeah. for me, right? Yeah. Call me. Yeah. Sure. You can use whatever kind of word you want to use, but <laughs> whatever. I don't like I don't like lifting weights. Blah blah blah. All I'm saying is that if you put either you or me gym twice a week or going running in the backfield and I ran an off tackle play and James Harrison came through what like the C gaps or I don't even know what the yeah, sure. I, if he comes through that and I have the ball and he hits me in, in the arm, where like the the arm that I'm carrying the football with, first of all, he would take the ball out of my hand, like, and also break my arm. Yeah. Like he would like he could probably just punch me, and then I would drop the ball like pretty much immediately, and then he would take it and score. From Brooklyn is on the line, Bryce. We're gonna get to your call. We're super happy to have you back, but I gotta know. Hamlin, you're in the octagon with James Harrison. How long do you make it? Three, three five-minute rounds. I'll tell you what. Solely because I can run, I think I could probably make it a minute and a half. When it rains, hit the lakes. Experience the best in weatherproof fun at Bolero. Bowl, play games, and treat your taste buds to Bolero's signature menu. Don't get wet. Go bowling. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. That's so long. Do you know how long that is? Dude, I think I could. I think there's a chance that I could run away from him long enough. You can't run. You're in the octagon. There's nowhere to go. I'm like eight I'm by nimble. eight. I'm nimble. I'm a cat, and the I could be like a cat in the octagon. James Harrison's an outside linebacker. You think he's not nimble? I mean, he's probably. Hey, listen. You think he's like a boss in a I'm video nimble. game that like tries to grab you and you just run around? I may not be Jack, but I am nimble and quick. That's all I'm trying to say. And I think I can make it. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't jump over the candlestick, I'll tell you that much. Uh, we got Bryce from Brooklyn. Bryce, thank you for waiting. Sorry about the tech difficulties. Bryce, give me your take on Stefan Tweet, man. I got to hear it. Is he the most underrated player on this Steeler defense? Um, that is fiction. He is not the most underrated oh. player on this Steeler defense. The most underrated player on this Steeler defense is Vince Williams. Oh, Vincenzo, Vince Williams. that's what I said. Vince Williams is playing excellent football. He's sound. He brings a certain level of physicality that, quite frankly, Pittsburgh is used to seeing from the inside linebackers. 
Farrier brought it. Larry Foote was very physical. He was fiery. He'd get in other guys' faces. He was a tough guy to deal with. He let you know, I may not have a big name, but you're going to be dealing with me all day long. And the Steeler defense is better for it. I mean, I, I, I love Stephon Tewitt. I think people are starting to actually see how really – how how solid he is, what a steal at even number two. But I think the most underrated is Vince Williams. He's been very solid so far at the inside linebacker filling in for, for Lawrence Timmons. So I think that Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin need to be more than commended for uh, not pulling the trigger in the offseason with, uh, with that man in New England and promoting within – and, uh, and 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 using uh, Vincenzo Williams as the guy, um, I, I yeah I totally agree with you, Bryce. I think that uh, I think that letting you know like with the loss of of Larry Timmons, um, middle inside linebacker was 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 obviously going to be uh, was going to be a question mark for this year. Um, and I think that uh, in the off season the Steelers really thought about going going to the uh, the testing the free agent waters and seeing if they could get. Uh, I believe it was Dante, yeah, Dante Hightower from the New England Patriots, who was an unrestricted free agent, um, and he was, uh, I think he re-signed for $15 million, and the Steelers said no to that, um, and I think, it was, or they refused to match, so I think, uh, yeah, Vincenzo Williams has definitely been a, like, someone who you definitely didn't think was going to be uh, a big impact player on the defense, and he's been huge, so yeah, if, yeah, I like, I like what you got to say, Bryce. Yeah, I mean, and look, oh, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I was going to ask if you got any closing thoughts for me, my man. Um, Just with the inside linebacker situation, look, Vince Williams has had to play well because, you know, I I like our starters. I'm I'm not saying I don't like our backups, but that's a position where we don't have the depth that we've had uh, the last couple years. Um, I like Tyler. I like LJ Fort. I think they're good backups, but if they had to play an extended role – how would they do? Question marks. We don't know. So Vince Williams and Shazer staying healthy and playing as the starters. Steelers are deep at a lot of positions. That's one where I kind of question the depth. Um, I don't want to find out if we get a major injury there, how those other guys are going to play. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if even in the draft, that's a position um, that they address just because you always want to have depth in case of injuries, you want the train to be rolling. You don't want to have a big drop-off. I'm not sure at the backup inside linebacker there wouldn't be a big drop-off if we had to go to Medikavich and Fort. But I, that's why I picked the Steelers. The Steelers always seem to draft defense early and draft it often, Bryce, so I'm sure that we're going to see that come April. But hopefully uh, we knock number seven under our belts before then. Bryce, be easy, buddy. Good to talk to you. Good to talk, guys. Take care. We uh, apologize once again for those technical difficulties a little bit earlier, but we're moving into the last question. Um, And honestly, Brian, I I, I think it's something that a lot of people are going to overlook. Fact or fiction, Marcus Mariota is more of a threat for this Thursday's game than DeMarco Murray, the starting running back for the Titans. I'm going to go with fact. Um, You saw uh, the Steelers struggle with Jacoby Brissett this past weekend. In large part because of his mobility, they 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 were in the backfield wreaking havoc, but he uh, he was able to move around. I think Mariota is somebody who's proven he can be pretty mobile, and uh, I think that uh, yeah, I think I think it'll be interesting to see if they can if, if they can get him on the ground early and often. Marcus Mariota, maybe this is I'm I'm definitely going to get put on the cross for this, but 
Marcus Mariota, does Marcus Mariota look like a character from Moana? No. No. I think he could. I don't know. And I'm not just saying that just because he's Hawaiian. I'm saying that because I legit, like, saw pieces of the movie the other day, and I was like, holy cow, that looks like Marcus Mariota. I feel like you're 100% saying that because he's from Hawaii. Well, it just happens to be that they coincidentally line up. I don't think there's any way that I win this, so I'm just going to keep going now. How about that? Take the L. L taken. Um, For me, it's a fact on this. Mariota is one of the youngest and most talented quarterbacks in the league. Um, You either address the threats that he throws at you or you don't. Uh, The Steelers have struggled with good running backs, and Marco Murray, definitely one of them. Um, You know, he has not been getting a whole lot of credit for his play this year, and I think some good stuff is yet to come. Um, But I don't know. I – the Titans and the Steelers have some history, man. They, they seem to play a lot of primetime games. I remember a game where Troy Polamalu made that absolutely unbelievable one-hand interception over Kenny Britt um, on, a, on the opening season game, the year after the Steelers won the Super Bowl. Yeah, if you remember, the Titans were the one seed in the playoffs the year before that. Yeah. So there, there's definite threats from Tennessee. I, I don't think that this team needs to be over. over. Terry Collins. Yes, at that time. They had Chris, and they had, uh, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson, Kenny Britt, and then they had um, – Oh, God. I don't know. It's the Titans. Do we really care that much? Just a little bit. Well, I think about Steve McNair. Uh, Steve McNair, Jeff Fisher. R.I.P. Yeah, Steve McNair, Jeff Fisher, uh, Eddie George. Um, I mean, that's – geez, man. That's like back to like in 2002. Uh, and you have like – I'm trying to think of what other guys you had. That have like, like, uh, like they had a Dixon, I think, uh, receiver. Dyson. Dyson. Jerome Dyson. I think that's a misplaced first name. Uh, but I remember the Steelers playing a playoff game against them with Tommy Maddox at, at the helm. Um, I might have talked about this before, but at the end of the game, uh, Titans kicker, uh, like, like shanked a field goal, and Dwayne Washington took a 15-yard roughing the, roughing the kicker penalty, and the Titans made the ensuing attempts, won the game in overtime. Uh, the Steelers had actually just beat the Cleveland Browns in the last time the Browns were in a playoff game. Um, anyway, so the Steelers were like this close to, to, to go into, uh, to go into play the Raiders and the Raiders had just beaten the Patriots in the snowball where the Patriots were uh, with the tuck rule. That was the tuck rule game. Anyway, so they shake this kick and I swear there's, there's an end point here. Okay. Like this is a long story. So Dwayne Washington runs into the kicker at the time. I'm six. It is at that point, the most – listen, I'm telling you, this happened in the, in, the, in the winter of 2003. Other than 9-11, this is the most important thing that's happened in my life, right? <laughs> like the Steelers losing this playoff game and, and 9-11. And as a six-year-old, I, like, I just want, I just, like, want everyone – like, that, those, were the, those were the worst things that happened to me at the age. I, I was privileged. And it was only a year apart, you know? So, like, anyway. So, a couple years later, I'm playing golf at, like, a public golf course on vacation, right? This is so intricate. And my dad and I get, part, get paired up with two other guys. And we're on the putting green. We look over, we see these guys, and they're huge. We're wearing, like, they're, 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 they're ripped. And, like, I don't know why they're there. Like, whatever, but we're, we're paired with these guys. We go over to the first tee, and one of the guys that my dad and I were paired up with at this golf course, I'm 12. So 
the worst thing that's happened to me at this point is like I was probably rejected by a girl to like go to the eighth grade dance, right? Yeah. I shake hands with Dwayne Washington on this golf course, and I'm and I immediately shoot like 130. <laughs> the entire time, I am like in like I am filled filled with like fear and, and like tear and like sorrow that I'm like around Dwayne. He was a really nice guy. He was so nice, and like I couldn't say anything. You know, I wasn't gonna be like, "Hey, you broke my heart when I was six. Like you like." You you did nine eleven to me. Like I'm not gonna say that, you know, like to Dwayne Washington. Anyway. You sure it wasn't Nate? No. I I remember very Nate Washington very, Steelers receiver. He's eighty five. No, dude, it was Dwayne Washington, he was number twenty. He played safety. Oh. It just tore my heart out. I can't believe I met him later. Anyway, that's the end of that's the end of this story. I'll see you next time. <laughs> that only took what? Six minutes? There's definitely been worse from you. Oh, yeah. yeah, way worse. Um, I do not have a story like that. I will tell you, to conclude the show here, um, I did have an experience meeting Ben Roethlisberger at age 12. I was at the U.S. Open in Oakmont. My dad and I uh, happened to go to that event. Apparently, I'm privileged, too. I also went to that event. Oh, really? This is before we knew each other, too. So we were there indirectly. We might have bumped into each other. Or like... hey, what day did you go on? I definitely went the second day. Friday? Yeah. I went on Sunday. Oh. Uh, I saw Cabrera smoke the cigar. Yeah, he was a beast. Epic moment, honestly. Unbelievable. I saw Tiger make a five on 17 from the 17 grandstand, which is like a big spot at Oakmont for the Open. They have it there like once every 10 years. So like there's like spots, you know what I mean? Like if you go to Torrey Pines, you go to like the Masters, you go to Augusta, like place where they have tournaments a lot. There's like, they always put the grandstands here, blah, blah, blah. 17's a drivable par four. People think a Tiger's going to make birdie, get close. And I remember Jim Furyk was in contention that day, too. But Tiger... Jim Furyk, great guy, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate that he wears five-hour energy literally all over his body. Anyway. Um, he's a walking advertisement now. Seriously, he's like a NASCAR driver on a golf course. 2017, the new American dream. Where ads get paid. Let's end the show and talk about that. No, honestly, though... Um, are you going to get into the 12-minute golf story here? Tiger put a Tiger put a tee shot in, the, in Big Mouth on 17, made a five. It was big and bad. Like, he, like he could have won the U.S. Open there, and he, and he missed it. He missed it. So my Ben Roethlisberger experience at Oakmont. I walk up to him. I'm, I'm 12 years old. I walk by him, and here's a guy who's, like, six foot three, looks like Ben Roethlisberger, and is wearing a Miami of Ohio polo. So, like, who is he? Is he drinking? No, not drinking. Don't. Yeah, yeah, not drinking. We walk by him. My dad is like, oh, my God, that's Ben Roethlisberger. Like, we need to go say hi to him. But it can't be me. Like, I can't do that. That's weird. i got to send my 12-year-old son. So there I go. I'm sent out there. I was the guinea pig, so to speak. 100%. If you do not employ that, that move as, like, a father, a 40-year-old Steeler fan, I will be disappointed in you. Yeah. Like, you better do that. Easy. So I walk up to him, and I go, hey, like, hey, you're Big Ben. You're, you're Big Ben, right? I kid you not. Ben's, like, plates. This this guy looks at me and goes, I'm not Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> and I go, well, you're 6'4". So we're in a Miami of Ohio polo, which is where you went to college. And you're in Pittsburgh and at a prestigious event. And you're not Ben Roethlisberger. My dad walks up. He, you know, obviously, 12-year-old Zach doesn't know how to verbalize that. So my dad walks up, and uh, he's just like, hey, like, you're Ben Roethlisberger. And he says the same thing again. I'm not Ben Roethlisberger. That was Ben Roethlisberger. I know that. I know this to be a fact. I've had I've had some interesting like sort of chance run in encounters like that. Like one time I got stuck in a yeah yeah. Well, the, the Kevin Spacey thing is bad now. 
for I'll, I'll tell this story and then we, we really got to get out of here. But when I, when I was 18 years old, I got into college and I went to this event um, and, and Kevin Spacey was there and like, he, he seemed rather eager to talk to me and like buy me a drink or two. And, uh, you know, I'm here with, with no heart you know, sad tales to tell, unfortunately, or fortunately I should say, I shouldn't even say that my God. But, um, I will say that I had that experience, and uh, and it was interesting. But yeah, my phone's about to die. Uh, we're about five minutes over, but but that's how the cookie crumbles, folks. Steelers take on the Titans on Thursday. We'll still be here. We hope to see you really soon. Um, and I am very very pumped to say that I think this is one of our best shows to date, and I hope that you'll be joining us for the next show. What do you think, Hamlin? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, without a doubt. Dwayne Washington. We're looking at his Wikipedia now, making sure he's, you know, still alive and everything he is. But, yeah, Dwayne Washington and to the rest of the listeners, thanks so much. Catch you next week. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano or when you want a big two-toned cookie or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. When it rains, hit the lathes. Experience the best in weatherproof fun at Bolero. Bowl, play games, and treat your taste buds to Bolero's signature menu. Don't get wet, go bowling. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. Hello, I'm Ashley Carmen. I'm Caitlin Tiffany. We're the hosts of Why'd You Push That Button, the Verge's show about all the choices technology forces us to make. We're back for season three, talking about questions like, why do you delete your tweets? And why do you type in lowercase letters that make you seem like a serial killer? And why are you on an exclusive dating app? You're not that special. We're releasing a new episode every Wednesday, and you can find this anywhere you typically find podcasts, which is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. So go ahead and subscribe and check us out.